You have now entered the most dangerous podcast known to humankind. With over 60 years of combined knowledge in martial arts and music, this is sure to be the podcast of the century. This is the Rap and Tap Podcast with your host, Kenny Kim and Mass Bike Miles. Locked and loaded. Let's go. Round five. Here we are. Rap and Tap Podcast round five. It's your boy, Mass Bike Miles. Kenny and Kim here. Uh, what do you think about the new setup? I love it. Look at the backdrop. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. You know what I mean? This is the Rapid Tap Studios right here. We finally got, you know, acquainted. And uh, round five We're is going to be beautiful. Up. We're stepping up. Nah, it's beautiful. I think we need to get straight into it. We're, let's go straight into it. Okay, straight round five. It. Let's mm-hmm. first recap on uh, last weekend. Right. We're in San Jose for mm-hmm. the San Jose Open. You came along for the ride. Mm-hmm. You got to experience... The jiu-jitsu lifestyle. Yeah. You got the experience. It was amazing. The whole shebang, you know? Right. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you well, you asked me the question when I was in San Jose, mm-hmm. just to let the viewers know. Um, and he asked me, what do I think about this lifestyle? Because he's never had anybody. Any well, I never had any other lifestyle but this. Right. Me, but you so. didn't have, you never had anybody around who uh you know was in a whole different world mm-hmm. outside of of being a jujitsu practitioner um and i told you i said give me time to think about it right and, that, and when we said I mean? hey we'll talk about it around yeah, five exactly. so here we are exactly round five uh well here's the thing i was really intrigued about going in the first place i i thought it was like you know the most amazing experience you know you see this on karate kid mm-hmm. and you see, you know, I you know I've been a martial arts uh, uh, connoisseur, so to speak, uh, for years. Right. You know, I I I started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because I was a a great fan of um, Hoist Gracie and you know the Gracies, but I had an amazing time. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you why I had an amazing time. First and foremost, let's f- forget the martial arts and forget. Mm-hmm. Everything that comes along with the, you know, the sport. Uh, I enjoyed the people. Enjoyed the people, yes. I enjoyed the stories. Um, I met Kishino. Yep, Kishino. World I'll champion. I met his his buddies from uh, uh, Brazil. And Oh. <laughs> shout out to Big Mike in the building. Yeah. Mike Warbird. Um, Thank you, sir. In the house, yeah. Hey, here we go. Oh yeah! Shout out to Big Mike. Big Mike's <laughs> the, he's the man. Hey, you guys can watch live too. Okay. Uh, and right, well, cheers first. Oh, cheers, cheers, brother. Round five. Round five. Yeah, it is. Um, at the people, man, the camaraderie, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put your phone down, you can put your bag down, and nobody's stealing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you, you know, no, I come from something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, you put yeah. something down in the studio, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, it could be a piece of lint. Oh, it's pink. <laughs> that let works. Me, let me get that. Let me get that, B. <laughs> he put it down. But, you know, I had the opportunity. We got an Airbnb. We sat back. We had great conversations. Um, I had the opportunity to get to know some guys um, outside my world. And that was the true blessing in it all. In it all. Um, secondly, um, 
I had a great time rolling and training at different facilities. You know, um, we're spoiled. Right. Okay. Everybody, you know, uh, Kenny Kim's is spoiled. And I'm going to tell you why. And this is no disrespect to any other academies. Um, cleanliness is key. Um, um, sportsmanship is key. Respect is key. Um, and integrity is key. And, and, and one thing I've learned about, uh, from my travel experience, it's just only one time, is we're really on point at our, our spot. Not to take anything away from the other brothers, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, even with the way that we clean the mats after and, you know, it's camaraderie, you know, it might be Bree today, it might be Miles tomorrow, it might be Chris or Renzo the next day or Big Rich the next day that's helping out. This is the key to uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu outside of yeah. Um, the actual sport of it. Thirdly, it was great to experience you. You understand? It was great to sit In back. In my realm. My yeah, world. Yeah, but outside of just you being my professor, mm -hmm. my mentor when it comes to Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, you know, I, I've realized I gained a friend, you know? And Very this much is, so, yes. yeah, this is something that is, you know, was meant to be for years, and I'm so excited and happy and elated that we was, you know, our souls finally had the opportunity to connect. Stars you know? aligned. You know what I mean? It, it lined up. So that was the beauty in it all. Um, and, um, you know, I had an amazing time to answer your, your, your question. I, it was beautiful. You know, we and went out to eat. I mean, we stayed on. We, we were busy. Oh, 100%. I mean, so, you know, tell the listeners and viewers about the schedule that we had kept. I mean... Most it was rigorous. People, yeah, most people think it's just, okay, we go, you rest, you compete. I mean, you know, we did, what, two days. We traveled, mm -hmm. you know, 45 minutes to an hour each way to train, two, three, you 100%. Know, hours. Yeah. Stay after. Yeah. You know, give some tips to the guys, hang yeah. out, eat, yeah. and then we're back to the house. Doing Trapping. The same thing. Yep. Yeah. Doing laundry. Right back to it. CBD oils, oiling yeah. ourselves up, getting ourselves Correct, because we was in so much pain from working. And, and you saw firsthand, I, I don't usually cut too much weight, but, like, you saw firsthand of me cutting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that, yo, that was crazy. I, so, look, check it out, listeners. Um, he eats heavy. Let, let's be, let's be, let me be clear with you. He works out heavy, and he eats heavy. He's Korean, right? And I'm not trying to go back to episode whatever, <laughs> right? But they really know how to eat. You know, the night before or the couple days before that, we, you know, we ate how we wanted to eat and whatever. So he had to be about, I don't know, half pound, pound over with the ghee on. He was actually on weight, but with the ghee because, you know, you weigh in with the ghee when you, uh, um, you know, compete. So anyways, um, we got two... The venue. The venue. And he goes to weigh himself, and he happens to be a half pound, pound over. He doesn't feel comfortable with, and it was probably just Gatorade or just water or something simple or the granola bar. the night before, bar. I didn't have anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had eggs. You had eggs in the morning All or day. That so, was it. Yeah. So, anyways, his his fight's not till 2.30. Mm -hmm. It happened to be about 11 o'clock. Yep. We Got went it. there in support of the Ares uh, mm -hmm. family and community. We went there just to support. But unfortunately, we wasn't able to stay because he, he weighed over. So we go to CVS. He grabs his big bag of salt. 
We go to the That's spot. The spot. Yep. He turns on the hottest of the hot water in the tub. He pours this whole thing in. And when I tell you, he stepped out about, what, 30 minutes later, 20 minutes 35 later? 35 minutes. Yeah, he steps out. And when I tell you, he sat there with his towel on and, like, the, the, the sweat that came down was absolutely crazy. I didn't know that it was so rigorous and it was so... Uh, yeah. Then I started thinking, like, holy shit. Uh, well, excuse my friend, so I apologize. Okay. Well, I, I'll edit that out. But anyways, I, I always wondered why does, like, people... Why do people like Conor McGregor and these other lightweights look so pale and sick when they get on, on stage? So, make a long story short, he's done... Uh, he weighs in. He's about five, I don't know, six pounds lighter, literally. Yeah, yeah no, no. I like was, literally. Uh, I think I was like five under. Yeah, it was crazy. When I walked in, yep. yeah. It was crazy. But I said to him, and I he remembers, I said, man, you look sick. <laughs> like, you, you look weak. You need a cheeseburger. All he could talk about was, he said, you know what? He said, you know what? Because all he did was talk about food. Listen, let me clarify this. He, he wasn't eating, so he was doing nothing but talking about food so anyways all he could talk about was eating the greasiest of greasiest oh, yeah, food he's like yeah i need a i need a cheeseburger with it dripping off the fat <laughs> and i need a uh, lo mein from the chinese spot you yeah. know the five dollar yeah, plate yeah, buffets, let me get a yes. five dollar plate i was like a crackhead here. right yeah <laughs> Want that cheap? Yo, I want that cheap meat. I don't care. You know what I mean? But it was a great experience. Though. Well, good. You know, and as soon as we got done, we did go have a burger. Did we? Yeah. Remember we went to that one restaurant? Oh my god! That well, you you was you actually had the burger. And yeah, I had some, the yeah I had you, the burger, but I gave you a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I had and then the we burger. Got some chicken wings and uh, yeah, I like my burgers plain. I so I really get to understand yeah. what the actual burger mm -hmm. is really like. I had a great experience. There. It was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Um, the people, man. It's the great. people that are involved in mm -hmm. our experience. But I got another story to tell you while we was out there. So we at the clubs. We on the block. We chilling and we kicking it. We riding around. And, you know, we got the squad, Paul. Post-tournament, yes. Yeah, it was <laughs> the last the night tournament. we were there. You know, we yeah. go out to dinner. You know, we went everybody. to Korean um, barbecue. barbecue. Mm -hmm. We had a great time. Went out and had a couple of drinks oh, with the fellas. Oh, my God. We had an amazing time. So, anyways, we get to the spot. We go to a bar. It was kind of boring. More men than yeah, women. I mean, it you was, know, yeah. even though we're married, we still like the ambience of being around women. You understand oh, what I'm saying? I mean, hundred percent. I don't want to be around my talking you know. about. So, anyways, us being greedy because there was twelve women there, <laughs> right? So we walk around. We see a good spot. It's no, we say we see a good spot, but it was actually Paul, one of my buddies. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Paul, because he's, no, from, no. he's actually from <laughs> yeah, San, Jose. San Jose. That lives in uh, Phoenix now. Right. So anyway. shout out to Paul. So Paul yeah. says, "Hey, we're gonna go here." No, nah, it felt great. Yeah, I was, was like, like okay. "Oh, this spot looked good." Like yes. there was nothing. It was but jumping. Listen, it was tons of women, low amounts of dudes. <laughs> we feeling cool now, mind you. Me and Poppy Carino, see, because he turns into Poppy Carino <laughs> at night. So me and Poppy Carino, we ready. I got my Yeezys on. He got his Rolex on. We got our Louis belts on. We feeling like money, right? Money. So we get in as soon as we walk in the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. I walk by. I walk by. <laughs> Tell the story. So I walk know. by. So so I walk by. And there's like three dudes right there. We go into the bar. Me and Poppy Carino, we getting ready. Get a drink. 
This dude pinches my stomach and says, ooh, you, oh my God. And I said, mother, what? Don't shoot. And then I looked around. And then uh, he, I said, I said, hey, yo. No, he taps me on the shoulder. I said, I said Papi Karina, hey, I think we in a gay job. We in a gay bar. And so I was like, and I started no, looking around. No, he said, around. no, we're not. No, and then no I we're not. Then he looked and said, Yes, we I are. think we are. And there's a bunch. We of, didn't peep. We didn't peep all the flags. Oh yeah, the rainbow and flags, and then uh, the bunch rainbow of, lights. Yeah, and then a bunch of dudes were just staring us down. And I mean, I don't have anything against, um, you know, homosexual. Uh, yeah, homosexual, but yeah. it just it, it was it a shock. Yeah, it was because what I've we, never been in one. Right. And so I'm like, you know, whatever. Let's get a drink. No matter. We're here. I'm not. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Sure, sure, you know sure. what I mean? I no pressure, but. It started getting so, cause mind you, let's be honest here. He's Asian, right? Now, I'll, <coughs> Asian's a top quality piece of meat in that world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got you got a you light got, skin brother. You here. got you know they don't know what nationality I am, so they're only thinking, oh, he's Latino, oh, he's Puerto Rican, he's Dominican, he's something, right? So me and him was just prime. Real estate. We took up prime real estate in that building. So by the time we could even get a drink, everybody was like, come on, let's beeline right. up out of here. You know what I'm saying? But it was the funniest experience. It was great. It topped off the Every, entire yep. the, uh, the experience. Yep. It was a great laugh. You and know we were able I mean? to tell the story. Oh, it was amazing. I had, like I said, I had an, a great time. I had an amazing time. We ended up going to another cool bar getting some drinks and relaxing and enjoying the night. Yep, the last night, you know. And, we did uh, it. Yeah, it. We did good. it. We left at 2. I took me an hour nap, got me on a plane, Playing. and I was Back gone. Back today. Yeah. Made it in. Yeah, but that was, was a good, good night. It was a great night. Great night. Mm -hmm. Anyways, let's move on. That was a great trip. I. Oh, but you know what, though? To segue into the next conversation, mm -hmm. and I'm my apologies for cutting you no. off. No. Go ahead. So as I was walking... As we was walking mm -hmm. down 6th Street or whatever street it was in I'm San Jose, say, yeah. I heard some guys say, let's not go down there. It's coronavirus. And I'm like, why would he say this street is coronavirus? That's right, I remember. You remember, right? Now the I remember, yes. dudes, like little well, college you know, kids. because just like San Francisco, San Jose has a abundance amount of Asians. I, I mean, noticed. It's, 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 oh, my God. Filipinos, I mean, Cambodians. Everything, everything. It's like um, And I think it was actually geared towards a group of Asian. I think the whole street was Asian. Right. But I yeah. think it was uh, a group of guys that, you know, made a comment. It was towards the certain group of young ladies that was maybe drunk, a little drunk, whatever, right, right, walking yeah. by. And I kind of overheard it, but I, I, I didn't really think about it until yeah. I just actually shared a uh, article from CNN this morning. Now, mm -hmm. again, it's up to you to, uh, how you want to, you know, what you want to believe, you mm -hmm. know, what the news outlet puts out. Right. Um, but anyhow, this article was just talking about the ignorance of people where they're making, uh, you know, they're beating these Asian girls you know and and, and yeah uh, it happened in new york right she and was then there's mask, another yeah. one in la and she was she didn't even happen to be chinese by the way no it doesn't really matter i mean if you're <laughs> of an asian descent and you looked asian right and they assume automatically yeah you're chinese you whatever you're, it's, you're, it's you're, they majority of them go straight to chinese right, right. and uh you know so unfortunate i mean it's uh 
I, and I, I, I rarely have never actually shared any articles that contain that kind of stuff. But because yeah. I, 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 it's I, ignorance, I, I compelled I was compelled to share that article because uh, and I, I wanted to see what people's reactions were. And most people that are <laughs> on my friend list, obviously, are, um, I guess, on my side. And they're like, yeah, man, you know, this, 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 this. Yeah, that's been around for a long time, even you know, the coronavirus, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so my <clears throat> what I want to do from this experience is mm -hmm. I want to be able to and I, I actually replied to one of my friends. I said, I want to be able to motivate and educate people through this. Absolutely. You know, 100 percent. That's our goal. Ignorance is bliss. I mean, ignorance. That's that's all it is. And, you know, I mean, you know, did, have you heard that the Corona beer sales have gone down like 30, 40 percent, 40 percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heineken spiked. What? Ignorance. What kind of ignorance? Idiot. Ignorance. Have you ever heard of something called xenophobia? Yes. Uh, it's like, it's like, okay, one minute we don't like the Muslims. Okay. One minute we don't like this. One minute like that. You know, this is the typical marketing is crazy. Sure. <clears throat> and what's crazy about us is we market things and it spreads, mm -hmm. you know? And I can't, I'm not going to say it's racist. People need to realize what's going on right now is xenophobia. We're picking on a particular people that are from this particular area and, you know, uh, and, and creating this ignorant uh, uh, way of thinking about these particular, uh, this particular nationality or what have you. Because you could be from Marietta and say, I don't like anybody from Decatur. Mm -hmm. That's xenophobia. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? But, well, to, to, for people that don't know, uh, my, from my research, uh, Wuhan uh, coronavirus came from a wet market. A wet market in Wuhan, China. A wet market, for people that don't know what a wet market is, it's a place where you can get live animals clipped and cut and skinned right there. Like, almost like, you know, like yeah. let's say, for example, a chicken. Yeah, you get a chicken, I want that. It yep. chops its head off. Pluck them, clean them up, boom, boom pig, yes. frog, whatever it, whatever it is that you want. Now, they're saying that the transmission came from animal to an, no animal to animal first. Okay. Then, animal right? To human. Right. Now. And then human we, to human. Let's go back to sanit, san, you know, being you know sanitary, right, and being clean. Right. This is a wet market where murdering is going on all day long. That's right? butchering. That's it. Butchering. How clean is this place? Blood splattering. People touching each other, people going to bathrooms, doing this, doing that, taking out the trash, things dripping, people's feet, walking, mm -hmm. right? Now, you know, we like taking our shoes off at the door, mm -hmm. but in some places it may not be the same way. Now, okay, yeah, the, the virus may have started in China. This doesn't mean every Chinese person on the planet has this virus, all right? Because I'm going to be honest with you, all right? We got it in America. We got it in Canada. We got it in they Africa. They have it in every continent except for in Antarctica. Antarctica. Exactly my point. So congratulations. You're a part of it too. 
regardless to where it came from, influenza virus came from somewhere, AIDS came from somewhere, this came from somewhere, gonorrhea came from somewhere, chlamydia came from somewhere, you know? And there's only 2% chance of, of you dying. Right. And so, which is very low compared to... Influenza. Or even the common flu. You know, they said last year it was like 30,000 people in the States died just from the common flu. Well, this year they was giving out the wrong shots. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Yeah. Is coronavirus serious? I think it's serious, but is it serious enough where we should be um, taking a detour from our everyday lives and lock ourselves in? I don't know. I don't think so because, oh, again, this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. If you really look at the coronavirus, it's mostly killed people that have, it, it's killed. Uh, they've mostly been elderly people with respiratory mm-hmm. problems already. Yes. Which I think a common cold even probably would have killed them. Yeah. I mean, we need to check and see how many people this year have died from influenza virus. Right. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, no, I, I get it. It's serious. I think it's it's a it's a worldwide problem right now. Well, they're saying it's going to be a pandemic. So, with that being said, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Right. We we want to be prepared, of sure. course. Water in the house, food, canned goods, dry goods. Oh, you people know, just need to just be prepared yeah, because I'm thinking maybe they might ask us to stay in the house for a week or two. You know, right. they're shutting down Switzerland, Italy, these South different. Korea. Like, you know what I'm saying? China, Japan. You know, I mean, the stocks are already plummeting, and I'm seeing the effects oh, of that. And then, yeah. you know, God forbid that we have to start closing businesses, and was, which is already happening, like in you know China and South Korea, yeah. where yeah. I just they're met just a, actually you know you know the uh, the the you know we met that dude who came to dinner with us the the jujitsu athlete from Korea yeah yep. oh amazing guy man he um he his he had to close his gym down. Because of the coronavirus. And I just actually saw his update. And he extended his stay because he didn't want to go back home yet. I mean, and America should allow him that. Right. And uh, he um, extended his um, closing of his academy because nobody, well, first of all, nobody's coming out. I mean, you know, they shouldn't. You know, if, if, if I mean, you got to allow the time and the space, couple weeks, few weeks allow it to start moving in different directions because it's not the fact that this is a dangerous virus. It's an unknown virus. This is what scares them. There's not much known about this. And when I search in Google, what is coronavirus? The definition that I was able to obtain mm-hmm. was it's a combination of multiple viruses that mutate into one. No, it's all viruses like in, in yeah, one. Mutates yeah, into one. So this is a hybrid virus and it this basically goes in, basically, them. it said it goes into your lungs, right? and it basically plants clones, and so it starts to spread. Yeah, they said they call it coronavirus because there's crowns mm-hmm. on yep. each yep. tip yep. of the actual bacteria. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I mean, to be honest, you know, people, I, I think that, you know, sometimes the media can make sh- stuff seem a certain way. But what I'm going to say is this, always prepare. Oh, preparation is always, key. Always prepare. And w- what I preach is, and um, uh, even my son, um, 
what we do is I'm like, you know, constantly I'm washing my hands. I mean, that's the, the they were even, no, they were even talking about the mask. They said the mask. No, you, know, you need proper. First and foremost, your eyes are more susceptible than your actual nose. Yeah, they and said mouth. it actually protects you from just touching your face more mm-hmm. so than anything else. They said it still has pores and, you know, um, elements still could seep in, mm-hmm. but it's, they said it stops you from actually touching your face more so than anything else. So right. they said if you feel obligated to wear one, they said you can go ahead. But it's, they they really said it, it it's not a necessity to prevent well, anything. you know, I just pray it doesn't come our way or, you know, none of our family, friends are sure. affected and by this. And I'm praying for everybody that um, is, in, you know, has been affected by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's, uh, it's, it's no, it's a bad situation all around. Either way, it's yeah, a. But stop the xenophobia. I'm right. going to get some Chinese food after this. I don't uh-huh. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to get me that greasy low no main, baby. You know I mean? <laughs> the five dollar buffet is all you, you can eat, baby. You dig? You know what all I'm right. saying? Moving on. Oh, let me just briefly uh, plug this in. Yeah. So those of uh, followers that are on my personal page. Yep. I just uh, made an announcement that my new book is coming out in the next couple of months. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yes. It's called Matt Made. Mm-hmm. I was made on the mats, so it just made sense, the title. Super. Overcoming Fears. Mm-hmm. So it talks, you know, mostly about my background, how I grew up in a, you know, poor immigrant family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through martial arts, through the mats, made it to where I am now. Give us a, give us a, uh. Give us a nice little sneak peek into it, man, yeah, about yeah. some cool little, little little story to intrigue people. Yeah, I to mean, read I mean, it. you know, one of the stories. Is it a story about you? It's yeah, like it's an a, autobiography. Right. It is an autobiography, but it also is a motivational book because I give you some um, different exercises or hints on what to do, mm-hmm. like what I've done to be successful. You know what I mean? Like taking care of your body, waking up early, you right. know, being able to read, you know, just a lot of stuff that goes into it. Yeah. But one of the stories that I tell, you know, in the book is most people know I like fashion. Yeah. I don't wear, I mean, I don't know. They see you in the gi most of the time, yeah. so they don't really get to see right. you vibe out. But but Poppy I mean, Car- I, they don't see Poppy yeah. Carino. You yeah, understand I, me? I, I like I like I like to you know I like to get dressed up, not dressed up in like expensive clothes. I mean, you know, look, I just like to look. Hey good. hey hey, now you don't know. be modest. You still got uh, the Louis uh, Vuitton uh, and all this. Hey, listen, but come on now. Right right, but listen. So <laughs> pull up in that Batmobile. Uh-huh. Hey, I, I I think I I am I choose to wear what I wear and do what I do because. So the story that I tell in the book is this, like, I, I shared a bedroom when I was in elementary school th- uh, to, like, my first year in middle school. Mm-hmm. I shared a bedroom with my sister and my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Think about it. As an adolescent coming up as a preteen, mm-hmm. sharing a bedroom with... Oh, si- I get it. I, I got a similar story, yeah. too. That's great. And then, you know, back to school time was the mm-hmm. worst time for me because... Mm. You know, all the kids come with with the new check, sneakers. Check out my new sneakers, my new pants, my new lottos, yeah, my new troops, like, uh, everything, man. I mean, my trapper keeper. You know, what I'm talking about trapper keepers. <laughs> so, I never actually had a pair of Nikes until I got old enough where I worked and made my own money and bought, you know, mm-hmm. my own Nikes. Right. 
So like maybe it's because of that. Right. But it talks about the highs and lows of success. Yeah. You know, where earlier in my career I had success because I had no overhead and uh, I planned and executed, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I got to the high, which now I look back, it's not really even a high. I mean, it's, it's, it was high at the time where I, I've never seen this kind of money, seen mm. this kind of success before. Yeah, 100%. And I know the, I, I know the story. Just like everybody else, I blew it. I didn't blow it. I mean, I, didn't, I never did drugs. That, that, that wasn't my thing. But I went out. I wanted... Everybody has a vice. Yeah. I wanted nice clothes. I ate good things. I had, you know... Oh, mm. you know... How much is that, uh, you know, bottle of uh, scotch? Right. Oh. Give me a couple of bottles. No problem. Right. Let me... Let me... Let me it's <laughs> oh, all, trust it's all me. me. Oh, trust me. I know. <laughs> After know? I'm, like, super drunk. Oh, let's get another bottle. Mm -hmm. I'm going well, home. You know. But so the book just kind of, you know, takes you into this roller co uh, coaster ride of the highs and the lows of not only being a, a business owner, an entrepreneur, right, but a boy who came from an immigrant family that was outed, you know, that was made fun of for being, you know, the different color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Racist comments to yep. fights to... You know, it, I think a lot of people, a lot of immigrants, yeah, not even immigrants, African Americans, a lot of even just suburban ethnicities, kids, yes, yeah, can ethnicities. relate to this story because it's not my story. I mean, it is my story, but it's a story that many, 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 many yeah. can you know say, wow, relate to. That yeah. sounds like me. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. me. Absolutely. And maybe I can. I be, can relate to it. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying um, like. To me, I'm super successful right now. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about in terms of financial success. Yeah. I think that's secondary. Or even oh. not even not even secondary. I think Money it's actually sucks. it's on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about where I was and where I am now and the influences that I have to some of the uh, younger generations coming up. Not even the younger generation. No, no, I, I was just gonna say, like you 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 gotta understand, like me and you are exactly the same age. Um, born a day apart. Well, a year and a day uh, apart. Oh, yeah, a year and a year day and apart. A day. I, I forget. But there's people there that are 55, 60, sure. um, every walks of life. And you, I, I even said to you one day, you know, um, you do a lot for other people, dude, you know. Well, I try. I think my mission now is this. I've, I've come to a point in my life where I'm content with my uh, business, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that I'm gonna I want to stop here. Oh yeah, or expand, right? right? But <laughs> but my you know I always have another goal. Yeah, and, and of that's course. something that I talk about in the book too is that you should always have small goals and then you know long term goals. Right. My long term goal is eventually to help people, like maybe physically. And we, okay. Okay. Because you're already doing that. Right, but I mean on a bigger scale. Oh, elaborate. So I want to be able to talk to maybe go to the Boys and Girls Club. Ah. And oh, uh, yeah. sit, to, you know, sit the keys yeah. down. They, yeah. they, they may look at me like, who is this guy? Right. And I tell my story. Right. Maybe it empowers one kid to that's do better. That's the goal. But, but that, again, that's my ultimate yeah. goal. Yeah, or, that's the goal. Or yeah. I get a bunch of, um, uh, like, 
my buddy uh, Lance and I are actually planning a martial arts seminar slash retreat. So it'll be. I like that idea. It's a it's a seminar where you know you're gonna learn techniques. Mm -hmm. You're also gonna the business owners can come actually. To, we talk about business and how we can help you with marketing and yeah. you know just running the actual business. Mm -hmm. And then the last portion, I want to actually talk to people about what success is and again kind of tell my story yeah. and everybody gets a copy of my book and we yeah. talk about it and we elaborate so I'm, my, I'm in only if there's a party at night oh there's always a party at night <laughs> you did. if you can make it you did <laughs> cheers, to that. You cheers did. to that but yeah so if you guys haven't subscribed go to kenny kim B I'll, I'll i'll post a link up on the yeah kenny kim bjj kenny kim bjj.com backslash matt made and you can actually get uh, uh it's almost we're almost full last two days i've got about 80 or 90 signups the book yeah, is I think he, he, he i think he only has about maybe 15 different yeah. slots left yeah it's actually the book is actually free all you have to do is pay shipping and handling uh, i'd say another two months three months at most but it's getting it, critiqued as we speak right. so yeah. if you guys go onto the website just sign up and then once it, it's released, you'll get an email, and then you'll be able to just, you know, get it in the mail. How you feel and, about it? You, you know, I have I have a mixed emotions about it. I have mixed emotions because it's you know what I find I find it hard to talk about myself. You know what I mean? Well, like, listen. So somebody somebody be like, yeah. So so who are you? Yes. Like what do you do? I know. And and I, and like I, I draw a complete blank, and I'm like I'm just miles. Right. Um, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly. It. I'm like, people are like, oh, congratulations, you got a book coming out, man. You're doing big things, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I mean, I, I, can I really? Oh, Mike's coming with a refill. Ah, there it is. Big Mike on <laughs> big deck. Big Mike on deck with a refill. Sounded good, guys. Listen. To all right, all right. Thank you. But yeah, I don't know. Thank you so much, sir. Big Mike. Oh, he's dangerous. Oh yeah. Believe it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Man, we, the wine keeps on flowing. We're going to be here for like two hours. Just oh. keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I kind of feel. Thank you, sir. Um, Again? I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say ashamed, but I'm like, who am I to write a book? But I'm like, who am I not? You know, why can't I tell my story? Well, I understand what you're saying. You don't want to feel pompous. You don't want to feel uh, like you're stuck on yourself or, right. you know, uh, conceited in a conceited, sense. Conceited, self-centered, like I'm the best out there. No, I am not the best. Well, I am I, let's go back to what you just said. You just said it's about the one person. Right. Right? Like, if you can change one person's life, bro, you've done your job by God. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, uh, like, I agree, hundred percent. Because and you know, when it's time for us to go, and we have to go to the pearly gates or wherever we're gonna mm -hmm. do, like right, you can honestly say that you've done it. You know what I mean? You've helped. Oh, at least I out. tried. Nah, there's a difference between trying and doing, and you know that. You understand? You you know there's a difference between trying and doing. Trying is just trying. Doing is doing. Right? If you say to me. Uh, clean the mats. I can't say to you, well, I tried to clean the mats because there's a whole bunch of extra sweat spots and there's a blood stain over there and there's hair everywhere. I can't say I tried. It's either I'm going to do it or I'm not. Yeah. Because if I'm going to waste my time or put my time... Well, I appreciate your 
input and I appreciate your support. Yeah. And no, I'm speaking facts, bro. Right. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. So when I made this announcement, the crazy thing is, is that I, the people that I thought would be happy for me, mm -hmm. not a peek out of it. You know why? You know what I've noticed? Yeah. I don't, I don't, the people that I would like to call me when I release a video or a song, they don't anymore. You know why they don't? Because they're used to it. I get more support from, not that they don't love it or they're not supporting it indirectly or mm -hmm, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I just noticed that it's not about that. It's about the new. It's about the people that you haven't touched. See, because with those particular individuals, you've already done. That's another that's a good done, way to look at it. You've already done your yes. job. It's a good positive way to look at yeah, it. I mean, you've already done. I mean, you're speaking to somebody who has been in the music industry professionally for 30 years. Yeah. You know, I was on Warner <clears throat> Brothers at 11 years old, so I know what it is to feel the success, to feel the failure, to feel lonely, to mm -hmm. feel. Um, appreciated I, I've I know everything involving the emotion of it right don't worry about that because they're gonna be the first ones to read the book they're gonna be more intrigued to pay attention to your page and see what you're doing because um you know I, that's one thing I've learned about friends family they're used to it you know what I mean you like You've done a lot of cool things in your right. life. Right, but I, you know, I, I look at it, I mean, no, you're making a great point, and I, I, I agree, mm -hmm. but I do, I, I try to go out of my way if yeah. my friend is doing something special. Yeah, but you, you're different. You can't expect, you know, and I said this to you the other day, not to cut you off, and I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You can't expect everybody to think like you, Right? Everybody is totally different. For instance, if you go get a steak and cheese sub, mm -hmm. like Quiznos, right? I'm a sub, more, more of a Subway kind of guy. Okay, Subway. Yeah. Great. I hate Subway. <laughs> Anyways, you get it. You give me half of the sandwich because you know I'm hungry too. Right. I don't have no money. We just got out of, off the mats, and this sandwich looked like a movie. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't expect me to go back to Subway's, get a get another sub, and give you half of that sandwich. You know why? Because I might have not been trained that way. It's right. different. No, no, you, you, now, no, hold on. Right. Hold on. Now, I'm going to give you half of that mm -hmm. sandwich. That's because that's what type of, you know, we come from that, yep. that cloth, mm -hmm. right? We, it's communal around here. But think about the guy who really came from nothing right and he still ain't got nothing he got the worst luck and you know that there's people out there that just for some reason they just can't catch a break so they hold on to things right it's like when i get a it's like when i'm when i was on the block when i was younger i always had weed i always had good drink i always kept the ladies around and I always shared when i had a lady come through yo bring your friend when i had weed yo my nigga hit that when I had drink, hey, how you like your drink right, mixed, right, right? Right, But as soon as my man, and this is a true story, as soon as my man got his, his, uh, 
his check from having an accident, you know, we all prayed on that when we mm-hmm. was younger, right? He had an accident. He got himself a 10 spot, $10,000. Now, mind you, that's a lot of money back oh, in the day. Especially back then when you're right? younger and coming from the streets. But tell me, did I ever see him when he had the money? I didn't even see him get to buy a new pair of sneakers right. and come around right. fresh. Right? Yep. And that taught me a valuable lesson because I went to pick him up every day, smoked him out every day. We trapped it out. We got money together. We did this. But soon as he got the bag, and that t- that's what taught me the lesson in life mm. because that steak and cheese is mine. And I am the type of person that will give you a piece or half of it. I'll give you more than half. Like, that's the type of person I am. Right. And But, but you see what I'm saying? And this goes back to what you just said. Right. These people haven't reached out to you because you put out the book. Well... 90% of them are, are feared of you. They're scared of what your capabilities are because you know how to climb to the top of Mount Everest. You know what I'm saying? Or at least I'm trying. <clears throat> nah, you're going to climb or you're going to die up there. And they're going to give you your respect regardless. You understand? Yeah, Yeah. completely. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And uh, again, I want to take that opportunity to Spread and you know if I wanted I mean if it, if this was a marketing scheme where I wanted to make money off of my book, hmm. we could sell it and, and that would be a different story. I mean that would be something. That, well, we're like, gonna sell it. I no. mean it has to happen. Right? You know no, what no, I mean? but because no, I'm gonna give it away. As long as I don't come out of pocket, people pay for their own shipping. Man, well, I mean, we're gonna put it online and it's gonna sure. be an audible. We're gonna do a um, MP3 version. Yes, we're gonna do mm-hmm. an MP3 version. You're gonna you're gonna have that, the audio. And I, again, I want to just travel and be able to tell my story. And so the first thing I'm, I'm going to do is, uh, like I said, that retreat. But mm-hmm. down the road, what I want to do is uh, when I teach seminars. Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to start with my group first. I want to start with our people, jujitsu people, where, mm-hmm. you know, I do a short seminar. And then afterwards, we, everybody just kind of lets loose, relax, maybe have a glass of wine. And then I, I, I stand on the mats and talk about the book a little bit, my, my history, my childhood, where I came where I've been, where I'm going, mm-hmm. and hopefully that can motivate some, you know, folks out there, whether it's jujitsu related or life related, because right. we can always use that uh, life and the mats as an analogy yeah. to kind of put the two together. 100%. You know, yeah. uh, but that, that's basically the ultimate goal. Yeah. yeah. You know? so and I think it's a great goal. Um, I, I, I love the concept behind it. I love the idea behind it. And, and it's ironic because we're, you know, I don't think, you know, they, they don't know our personal conversations, but I have a, a, a comic book that I've been writing. I'm writing a movie Ooh, and different things. So what was intriguing, I even showed him, um, I have a red hoodie that I had uh, for merchandise. Right. And it looks exactly, exactly like the like red it. hoodie. But I love it. I think it's truly amazing. I think you need to keep going. I need, I think you, you, you know, a dream is only a dream. If you just keep it a dream. Right. right. And, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Yeah. And one of the reasons for that is to educate people and motivate people and inspire people. Right. Best I could. But at, at the time, thinking back, I'm like, who am I to do a podcast? Mm-hmm. Who would I reach? Who would my audience be? Why would they listen to me? I had doubts, self-doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. I get it. And um, it's normal. Yeah, I guess it's normal. Yeah. But for whatever reason, you know, when 
I was talking about it with you. Uh huh. You were like, "Let's do it. Let's just do it." Well, I well, here's the thing, which was kind of you don't know when God's talking, right? You don't know when He's talking, and sometimes He uses different people as vessels. Mm -hmm. But when you said it, I was already experienced in the mm -hmm, field. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm already a musician. I right. record and. It doesn't matter. I know mm -hmm, how to plug and mm -hmm. play and yep, know in yep, and outs mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. different things. Uh, but uh, the viewers, uh, some of the viewers may know and may not know, but I had my own radio show on BBC um, in London. Okay. Um, I've also had another show um, in Switzerland. Wow. Um, radio show. So I was, um, I was properly prepared for this situation. And right, I but knew just the that support I got. It, what I'm saying is, when I mentioned it, when uh -huh. I mentioned the podcast, you were like, "What are we doing? Let's do it. Do it." Yeah, yeah. Because I was already experienced. Right. But thing is, most people—it's not even the experience, but people have never gave me that kind of support, positive, you know, feedback, like support. Like, if I talk about it, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Well, I was brought up in a household where, um. We was taught not to rip each other down. You got mm -hmm. an idea? Cool. We'll figure out if it sucks mm -hmm. later. Yeah. Right? And 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 it came down to, and I think I, I told you this, it's like, if it's just us getting together, having a glass of wine, talking. Easy work. Know. Easy work. I don't, like, listen, I told you, I don't care if we only have 100 subscribers. Like, my thing is, is this. <clears throat> it's two like-minded gentlemen mm -hmm. from two different walks of the world. Sitting at a table, sipping on some good drink, and enjoying a good conversation. Conversation, yeah. Simple. And uh, I'm sure there's other people out there that will enjoy our conversation. Some of it right. may be, you know, boring. Some of it may be intriguing and informative. But regardless to the fact, we're sitting here, we're chopping up good game, and we're enjoying each other. That's it. That's the, beautiful, that's the right. beauty in life, you know what I'm saying? And we're creating a new story and a new adventure and a new path together and it's dope i think it's awesome you know oh, no, i know I, I i i truly like every week i'm like okay what are we gonna be talking about like i want this podcast oh we like, getting this like it's nothing and yeah, it's, you know what i mean yeah, like no. yeah it's it, it's normal now you it's know uh I mean? it's it's I'm, easy I'm, work i'm happy and uh it's good that we've got this thing going and i can't wait to see what the future holds for uh the Rap and Tap podcast because I think it's going to open up a lot of, you know, doors for us. Well, we want to just inspire people. That's, uh, again, you that's, know what I mean? Like, we're uh, not in it for the money. There we is like, no we money. Like we're we, actually spending money. Yeah. We had to buy the mics. Yeah. We had to buy the program. Like, I mean, look. We, and we, a facility. Yeah, we I got mean, the Rap and Tap studios yeah. now, you know. I mean, we had to spend money to do this. So, yeah. I'm not looking. This isn't a project where I'm like, oh, we got to make money. You right, know? right. It's hey, we're just gonna do this because we want to inspire. Absolutely, one hundred percent. If 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 your main objective is just financial gains, mm. oh, if you don't have the love for it, you're failing already. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's gonna work. But you know what was crazy? To to go back to San Jose, so I'm riding um, as we're coming from training, and I'm watching the Deontay Wilder fight. You know. Right, you were in the back actually watching it. I somebody, was somebody was bootlegging, going live with it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm watching it. And I said it to you before uh, the fight started. I said it's going to be 
boxing skill mm-hmm. against a, a brawler, a mm-hmm. fighter, right? And then let me tell you the difference. Tyson Fury is a boxer. He's technical. He comes from a lineage of 300 years of boxing and mm-hmm. fighting history. He's technical. He's fast. He's swift. He's six foot a thousand, and he moves and fights as if he was a Floyd Mayweather, Sugar Ray Leonard, or whoever. Mm-hmm. That 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 is Tyson Fury. Now Deontay Wilder, right? He's a fighter. Like he's a real fighter. Scrappy. Like, I'm talking about. He's a scrapper. This is the yeah. guy you don't want to fight after the club. This is the guy you don't want to fight at the mall. This the one. Mm-hmm. This the one that got that. That button he press on your on your chin, right? And I knew that uh, getting into watching the fight, right? My God, my God! I I didn't watch the fight, oh but my I, God, I I actually listen, um my saw the God. recap. I gave you hold up. I gave you commentary the whole time. You did. You did. <laughs> I, I was driving. Commentary. I was driving. I gave you commentary. Don't worry about it. It was embarrassing. What was um, the record? I mean, what's uh, Deontay Wilder's there record? There was zero to zero. No. No losses. No, I'm just saying. Both All of them? knockouts. No, both of them? Both of them. Have flawless. Zero, flawless records. They had a draw with each other. No, I'm not talking about each other, like their career. Right. I get, uh, listen, I'm very intelligent. Zero losses, all wins, one draw ever, and their draw was amongst each other. Right? But Deontay Wilder, it was an embarrassing moment for me because I'm a fan of his. I love him. Um, He brought me back to the heavyweight category. He Mm -hmm. took me away from Floyd Mayweather in the whole lightweight, middleweight division. He did a horrible job. He did a horrible job, and I'm going to tell you why he did a horrible job. That first fight scared him. That first fight scared the... Beep out of him. So they already had a first fight. The draw. Oh, it's Tyson Fury too. Okay. Um, scared him because he was really technical. He was swift. Boom. Tyson Fury came in at a whopping forty-one pounds heavier, more lean, though, more muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Um, but Deontay well, Wilder came in seventeen pounds heavier. I saw, sorry to cut you off, okay. I saw an article, maybe it wasn't this fight, but Tyson Fury took all his earnings and donated Donated to uh, charity. You know, yeah, some kind yep. of charity. Yeah. I mean, that's noble. It is noble, but let me tell you a secret. Your man suffers from um, mental illness. Um, he's bipolar, schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things that go on with his mental ability. And I think if he was in the right mind, he wouldn't have donated nothing. I don't know. I, now, it is noble. The gesture did happen, right? No, listen, but at that particular... 23 whatever million dollars noble. That's... I mean, that's no, 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 that's noble. Don't get me wrong. But it's also, in a sense, in my world and in your world, too. It's kind of stupid. Don't get me wrong. He could have did a lot more with the 23 million than just give it away to one Person. Yeah, but maybe that's that's his calling. 
I'm, I'm not I mean, disagreeing, I but I, I have an opinion to call it a stupid move. Well, so no, no, like, I know, you that's, know that's your opinion. My opinion is I wouldn't have donated $23 million if I had $23 God, million. damn right you wouldn't have. You, I mean, you would have been noble giving 20000 $20, I mean, I would have probably gave some, yes, yeah, but 20, not $23 million. You know, I'm, just, I'm going to tell you what you would have did. I'm going I'm to tell you, Slickster. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what you would have did. You would have did this. You, I just made $23 million. I got to pay taxes, right? Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I now my taxes on this is gonna be roughly thirteen million half now with the way Obama set it up, right? Is what is it called? What tax is it called? Whatever tax. You, you now you know you got to donate thirteen million already to the federal to the government, government to Uncle Sam, right? But us being business owners and being savvy. We know that we can donate this sure. thirteen million to the organization that we rightfully choose. choose. It could be our own too. Right, right, right. It's a nonprofit organization, and then you you get your tax write off. Yes, that's what you would do. No, I would. I mean, you but. get a thirteen million the Kenny Kim <laughs> Foundation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think if I had <laughs> that kind of. Um, Money, I think um, it would go to a good cause. It would go to a good cause. Okay. I, I as, again, I, I truly believe in helping others, mm-hmm. inspiring, and motivating. So, I think it would. But uh, again, going back to Tyson Fury. Ah, yeah. Enough about us. Right. It's very noble of him. I think it's whether his bipolar, his mentally crazy. I don't care. I'm a fan. Yeah. But I love this guy. I don't know where he came from. I don't, he got the most awkward. Is he, where, where is he from? Australia? He's from the UK. He's from the UK. Okay. Yeah, that, I don't know where he's from. He has the worst body. He he got something I call bad body. It's Not horrible. Not bad body, huh? No, it's by his body is pure. Wow. Cow manure. But the thing is, it doesn't matter what your body looks. Oh like. Oh my God, you're not lying. But. You know, you have a perception. Uh, we look at wow. people first, right? You, so even in the jujitsu world, you look at this guy you're like, man, he's got cauliflower ears. This guy, he's about to rip. He's about up. to flip me in half. He's and gonna break me. And then you look me. at these little nerdy-looking kids. Yep. Like for example, the new world champion. Well, for the last two, three years, Mikey Musumishi. He's like a hundred and five pounds or whatnot, soaking wet. And this guy. I mean, listen. You look at him, he's like, who is this kid? Like, this amazing, you know? So, again, that shows us that it's not all in the physical appearance. It's not. It's not. His, his, Whether when I tell you he's the not. most technical fighter that I've ever experienced, and it's ironic because this is a black dominated and a Mexican dominated sport. sport. My God, my God. This guy is a pure boxing So why genius. do you think, let's say, not, I don't, let's not even go into the uh, Mexican crowd. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> why do you think it's black-dominated boxing? Is there I a think that I think the DNA and the, I think the DNA of the African man is a lot more superior than when it comes to combat and physical uh things i think that they're a lot more equipped well so they think 
right? Because that's what I've that's what I've been taught. But after seeing this fight, it's given me it's given me a different perspective on knowledge. But I mean, and then you look at jujitsu. Yeah. Has mm. nothing to do with listen ethnicity. No. I mean, physically being gifted helps. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Color, not 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 so much. Zero. Because mm. it's your ability to adapt. But uh, you know, when I look at Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it's an African-dominated sport. When I look at it, um, the Brazilians are Africans. You know what I'm saying? They, they most no, of them are, not all, yeah. but a lot not, of them not, have. The African descent. descent. They're of African of descent yeah. and, and different things of that nature. Um, just like the Cape Verdeans, just, you know, where this hybrid type of animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing I've learned about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, most of them are hybrid. And when I mean hybrid, is they're a mixture amongst a whole bunch of different ethnicities. Too many to even name. Yeah. So I think that, 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 that from a Brazilian jiu-jitsu perspective, I look at it from there, too. It is kind of dominated from Brazilian, and a Brazilian being of African descent. Now, I'm sure, like Kashino, he looks white, but if you probably look at his lineage, I'm sure he has a few, you know, cousins. No, no, his brother is, like, almost your color. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like being Italian or Sicilian or something like that. You may see a darker Sicilian or a light Sicilian in their brother and sister, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I completely agree that that has to do with them being good. I, I see them being good. Not only did it come from there. Mm-hmm. These guys, most of these guys are poor. 99.9%. Yeah, they come from nothing, right. And so what do they do all day? Like Just like their socks. What do they yeah. do all day? That's yeah. all they do. They yep. train all day. People all say, day. Oh, yep. And they're spending anywhere from three to five, six hours. Yeah. Training. Yeah. Of course they're gonna be good. Whereas here, most people are just hobbyists. They spend maybe one hour, two hours a day, mm-hmm. three, four days out of the week. Mm-hmm. They have their own jobs yeah. or school, whatnot. Yeah. So I just see it as more so of like, let's say African Americans here. Mm-hmm. Why most of them play basketball? Why is the NBA majority? I don't even. I, I That's why I said from a physical perspective, and I think it's more or less because this is. I don't the know way if it's a physical uh, or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's their mindset. Like they're hungry. I want to be this. Yeah. I want to play ball because they think I'm not smart. Yeah. Not to say that there's not African American brain surgeons and. Oh, lawyers and oh, for sure. We're talking about from a sports perspective, right. yeah, dominating certain sports. But I think um, well, let's talk about sports a, a, in a in a whole, mm-hmm. right? Let, okay, let's speak about soccer. Mm-hmm. Who dominates the soccer? The South Americans. Okay, South Americans. Europeans too, actually. Yeah, but but hear me out now. Okay, Europeans. Okay, just because it's a French team, look at the team. The team is Senegalese, Congo. Sure. Uh, from Gambia, from Gabon, and no, Africans Ghana. Are, no, Africans have the. Like, I'm talking about yeah, and there's also been I'm race. I'm not talking about African Americans. Yeah. I'm talking about Africans. Yeah. they have the physical attributes. attributes. Yeah, they really yeah. do. They do, they do. Again, and not all sports are well, created equal. No, and no. not all uh, sports are just physically like like for example, 
Uh-huh. Go back to the Asians. Yeah. You, you know what sports Asians are good at? Like ping pong. Oh, I don't even know how they see the ball coming that fast. But listen. And they start like at two years old. Maybe that's, that's why their eyes are so small. Hey, hey, that was racist, bro. <laughs> that was racist, bro. Uh, but what I'm saying is like they're good at like intricate sports like archery. Think about it. Doesn't take a lot of physical strength or stamina to sit there and aim at this thing and hold your breath and boom, take a shot. Yeah, archery. I think Asia. Like I think I want to say South Korea is probably one of the the, the best. Like they win all the gold medals in the Olympics. Yeah. Um. So intricate sports. I mm-hmm. think they're like Asians have it because I don't know for whatever reason everybody knows that Asians are smart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what else they're good at, too. What? Dancing. Dancing? They're the most oh, dominant. B-boy, B-boy. They're the most dominant. Well, again, that's... Well, they sucked. Hold on. Let's be clear now. They sucked 20 years ago. You guys had no rhythm. Right? Well, maybe... 30 they, years well, ago. They they didn't know what rhythm was. It wasn't in the culture. Yeah, yeah. But like, when hip-hop... So when when hip introduced... When hip-hop and R&B touched... Yeah. The African culture from America and around the world yeah. touched Asia. They dominated. I think that, uh, to be honest with you, I, no, uh, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. 100% honest with you. From a creative perspective, because I'm going to tell you where they mess us up. First and foremost, you, you guys are really compact, so it looks amazing. But, from a mental perspective, the things that you apply from a mental perspective and the creativeness from right. a mental perspective right. is absolutely phenomenal uh, and uh, phenomenal. And, and, and let's talk about the Jabberwockies. Yes. Do you remember them? Yes. They are so freaking awesome. Now, mind you this, I'm sure they can have a whole bunch of Jabberwockies mm-hmm. because they wear this mask, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like the Blue Man Group. So they can Mm kind of be everywhere at one time. They are the most elite. Now, I don't know how they learned to dance so freaking good. (laughs) Spending hours in the studio. Yo, but no, they make it look so effortless. You know, like how Chris Brown makes it look Mm -hmm. effortless, even though he's six foot tall. I didn't know that look. Yeah, he makes it look effortless. You know what I mean? You know, uh, going back to B-Boys, South Korea has won multiple world championships in B-Boy competitions. Yeah, because they're... Which uh, which is kind of like... And and it goes from, not only are they dope and good at, and I'm sure that there's people in New York and there's, you know, all over the world that are B-Boys and boom. When I tell you, it doesn't even matter about being a B-Boy. Just hip-hop dancing... But I gotta say, like, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of hip hop uh-huh. being done right. by African Americans, blacks, black people. When I like, here's the thing. I remember. Shout out to my boy Brian Calloway. This is one of my first. Well, he is my first black belt. Mm-hmm. He's um he's actually of African as well. He's his ancestors are from like you know Africa, Africa. Of course, Reds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinny. Anyways, you know, 
I used to have conversations. We were good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he moved. Yeah. Uh, and we would have conversations about this stuff. He was like, yeah, don't you know? This is how we walk. This, you know, like. It's, it's natural. Just, yeah, it's just. And our, like, Even with the gold. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we talk, we're rapping. Like we talk like this. And yeah. he's like. Uh, and I'm like, you, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I love, but I love everybody doing. No, no, I know. But the music. When I see, like, because yo, like, I'm gonna be 100 with you. I was such a big fan of Jin, like. Oh, Jin, yeah. Oh man, like, DJ, listen, yeah. no, see, because MC be, Jin. like, because look, he was on 106 in Park. They used to do Freestyle Ooh, Fridays. Oh man, yes, I remember yo, that. I remember that. He used to murder it. You oh. know what I mean? I, I, and I know no, he. Brothers would come on there thinking, oh, this fucking Chinese guy. Oh, excuse me. French, but yeah. this Chinese guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 here's the thing, and that's it, why he won. And he would come out, not even curse. He would just not even like put them down bad. He would None. just talk about himself. Yeah, it's kind of like the Eminem effect. Like Ooh. you know, like yeah, I'm white. I'm from the trailer. Right. I hate my mom. Right. So I do I, drugs. Yeah, All right, my eyes are chinky. Yeah. I eat cats. I eat dogs. What do you want? I mean, Jen was. I loved it. Jen was man. I I I really enjoy Jen. And, but but going back, I I just when I see hip hop, I just like to see it on black people. I don't know. I just think it looks. Yeah right. yeah. Well, I like you know what's ironic about me. Ah, that's just, that's I, just I, me. I get it. I get it. I get it. Don't trust me. I get it. My thing for me is I love to see it become so communal. I love seeing it around the world. I'm in Switzerland. I'm seeing this redhead nerd guy with glasses on spitting at. You know, you know what's crazy thunder. is that like you know hip hop made its way into all over the world. Yeah. And what's crazy now is K-pop making its way with Psy uh, or yeah. Gangnam Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now these guys, BTS, or whoever, I don't even know who they are. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think it's that. amazing. They're winning, and, and then of course the Grammys. Movies. They I mean, did like, their, I mean, they like, did the Grammys with little yeah. uh with little X. Yes. They did an Old Town I mean, Road remix. Like, I thought that was dope. I mean, we're living in a special time right now. Uh, you know, and this is what makes us special, and this is why racism, xenophobia, being goddamn ignorant, doesn't even it 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 doesn't it it doesn't even make sense nowadays no. because. First and foremost, no, that's why I, I got every nationality in me, literally mm-hmm. every nationality on the earth in me. How dare I judge another man, another person, another, another nationality, culture. Yep. another culture, another religion? Who am I to tell you Jesus isn't God? Yeah. Who am I to tell you Buddha isn't God. Who am I to tell you right. that your food is absolutely disgusting because you use habanero peppers or you use scotch bonnet peppers? Okay, you call it cilantro, I call it something else. Well, I don't eat cilantro, so. No, I'm just saying, I hate cilantro. But you know, yes, that's right, that's right. Tastes like soap. Mm-hmm. But Do you know they call a cilantro something else outside of America? Dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Beep. I will I will throw cilantro in your face. If you they call it something. coriander. Yeah, whatever. It's it coriander. Is. So when you go to Europe, I, I will call it something else. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when you listen, trust me, because you know it gets snuck in there. 
You, they use it as garnish too. Oh, I know. I know. So you got to tell them. Oh, listen, 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 no coriander. When we go to France or we about to go to Spain, do they still in Spain? Do they call it? I don't know. It's coriander. Look. But hold on. Cilantro is Spanish, correct? I have no idea. I know a lot of Vietnamese dishes use uh, cilantro. A lot of Mexican dishes. Nah, you know what? I, you know what? Cilantro. I'm going to tell you what. what Viewers, bro. listeners, if you know, let us know. Where's cilantro from? Cow shit. <laughs> it surely tastes like it. But no, going back, speaking of uh, race, you, you know, you're uh, mixed with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, I recently, uh-huh. I say recently, about six months ago, did a DNA test. I did too. One of those DNA. That's little, crazy. Little swab thing. That's how I know I'm, I'm a thousand different I, nationalities. I was, I was surprised because, you know. Why? Because you're black? I actually didn't have any black, but I... Thought I would be a hundred percent Asian, and mm-hmm. from that region would be like you know however many percent Mongolian, however many percent yeah. Korean, however many yeah. percent, and it was mostly Asian, like ninety-seven uh-huh. percent Asian. So out of that, which even surprised me was I had less Mongolian than I thought, more Chinese, and then some Japanese and a little Vietnamese. How much Chinese? Thirty-something percent. Oh, so wow. I got the coronavirus then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wuhan. And then, anyhow, and then I had like 2% of Finnish. What? Like Finland. Oh, so you the white man. Finnish. Oh, you the white man. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you the it, man. It caught me off guard. I'm like, how, how does that? And then, like 1.5% of just the mm-hmm. general South America. Want me to tell you how you got that? Oh, I know how I got it. No, let me tell you. It's simple. No, I know how I got it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we all know how I got it. Yeah. Somewhere up the line, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like that, I mean, uh, it, it would be more, it would make more sense if it was like Asia to like Middle East, maybe, you know? Because that's like the trade line, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, like, the silk trade line, yeah. But Finnish, mm-hmm. like Finland is here. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Asia's here. Yeah. South America's here. Yeah. So it how? It must have been some how? kind of... I mean, I can't tell you how, but it did surprise me that I had... I mean, because I, I just knew. I'm like, yeah, I got to be 100%. Just 100% Asian. And out of the Asian region, you know, I must be a certain percentage, this, that. And yeah, because I was like everything. You know what I mean? I was Asian, Native American... Cape Verdean, African. Um, I mean, I see Native Americans as being Asians. Native American? Yeah. Because, you know, years ago they crossed over the Beringer Strait from Asia to well, become the Indians, the, na- the indigenous Indians. Well, you know what's ironic about our maps? They make it seem like we're so far from Russia and Asia, right? No. When in all actuality, we can swim. I can't swim, but... No, I'm just saying. If hey, we well, was in the Baltic, know. if we decided to go to the Baltic Sea so, in a- Alaska... <laughs> Swimming. Yeah. Why most people, black people can't swim? Well, we don't like water. Why is that? Um, well, I'm just I, I, can sw- I can swim. I can swim. I well, didn't say you. I said... Well, first and foremost, we're from the inner city. Where's the pool to learn? Answer that question. True. Now, hold on now. Let's be honest. Let's just say we was in Jamaica, 
uh-huh. or we was in Trinidad, uh-huh. or we was in wherever, yeah, coastal. You better know how to swim. Every black man know how to, you know what I mean? They catching fish with their bare hands. Yep. You, they doing yeah, things yeah, in the yeah, water yeah, you yeah, never yeah. thought. So I guess no, I guess you're right. Inner city, inner I, a, city lo- yeah. a lot of inner city, like where's the where's the community centers right, and different right. things. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know what I mean? YMCA's have basketball courts. Right. Boom. You understand? I mean, they got yeah. pools too. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, it's New York. There's zero degrees outside. I look like a donkey going to get dip in the pool when it's the middle of December. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. But Anyways, this is the Rap and Tab podcast. Yeah. Episode great conversation. five. Round Amazing five. conversation. As always, I'm done. Where's your drink? I'm done. Catch up, my man. Guys, thanks for uh, listening. Make sure you guys subscribe, comment, like, share. We're on all platforms. Share the video. And we'll see you guys back for round six next week. Yep. Here it is. Done. You already know what it is. Salute.